Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have to tell you, as I'm watching some of the Cowboys game last night, and I'm seeing the Texans, I'm looking at the names on the back of the jerseys, and I'm, I'm going to just flat out admit to you, didn't know how. Didn't know who they were. At least how, like, what? What is that guy's name? Okoronkwo yeah. and Petrie and Tremaine Smith. Yeah, Wazapamani. Well, who's that guy? Apparently, yeah. he's the tight end. I don't know. But the point is, uh, we can say what we want, and I know it's the NFL. Yeah. I was very surprised that the Cowboys had as much trouble as they did. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call in line. Uh, I was very surprised that the Cowboys had as much trouble as they did yesterday. And look, whether you want to point to Terrence Steele, the fact that uh, you have Dak getting hit a lot more yesterday all of a sudden because of that injury, he's out for the year, uh, torn ACL and MCL. Uh, Chris, I don't come out of it and just all of a sudden toss the Cowboys aside, okay? Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But I have to admit, I, as I said, I would have thought that that was a take-care-of-business type of game and there was no take-care-of-business in the Cowboys during that game. Well, well, Carlin, they were 17-point favorites against the Texans. Yeah. The Texans have won one game. They're god-awful. They've won one game in 12 tries going into yesterday's game. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to be kind. You're assuming that the Cowboys are going to blow the doors off them, especially from what we saw from them in Sunday Night Football the week prior against the Colts. And that 33-point outburst that they had in the fourth quarter of that matchup. I'm trying so, to be a little kind with it, no, that's well, all. No, well, here's the thing. If we're, if we're going to be kind about it, we got to call it what it is. Dallas Cowboys shouldn't have won that game yesterday. No. They shouldn't have won that game. I, I mean, when Dak Prescott throws that pick with a little under six minutes left to what go happened? in the fourth quarter. What happened well, on the throw? Well, well I think Okoronkwo, the defensive end for the Texans, hit his arm. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, the throw and, and, and looked it ended like it up was... being a duck, and Tremont, yeah. Tremont uh, Smith ends up getting the uh, the pick. But it was a situation where y- you just didn't think that the Cowboys would have an opportunity to win the game because the Texans had the ball at point-blank range. You're talking about them being gifted the ball at their own six-yard line, Carlin, with five and a half minutes to go. All you can't got, put it all away. You, all you got to do is put it away. You got four tries to get it in the end zone. And you pull the upset of the season, and they couldn't get it done. And not only could they get it done, Carlin, they showed their incompetence with Jeff Driscoll turning and going the opposite way from the running back on what was supposed to be a speed option play. I, I just, I, I mean, it just goes to show you the the incompetence that the Houston Texans have. But you give credit where credit is due. They left the door open, and Dak Prescott led the Cowboys down the field on what was it, a 98-yard drive? Mm-hmm. And he made some pretty incredible throws on that drive. The out route in plus territory to Noah Brown, Carlin, that was a hell of a throw. And then the throw that he had to get it inside the 10 to Dalton Schultz, another great throw where he has to layer it between the second and third level defenders. Dad Prescott made some plays. And Jason Peters stepping in on that last drive um, for Terrence Steele might have stabilized the offensive line 
stabilize the protection, allow Dak to be at his best. And credit where credit is due, competitive greatness, being at your best when your best is required, that was Dak Prescott on that final drive for the Cowboys. And that is going to be a confidence builder for them moving forward, even though it was against the lowly Houston Texans. We do have a little breaking news with the Cowboys. They have finally signed a wide receiver in T.Y. Hilton. Not Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Ooh, okay. When when did T.Y. Hilton decide to play football again? I I thought he was done. (laughs) I thought it was a wrap for T.Y. Hilton. I I, I wasn't sure we were going to see him again in an NFL uniform. I'm not sure that it says anything about the Odell Beckham Jr. thing other than they need to get somebody in there sooner rather than later to help out. Um, Look, as far as Dak's concerned, if you can't protect him, you're going to have problems. You're going to have you're going to have big problems, as Dan was talking about. I I don't look at them though, and all of a sudden feel like the bottom's about to fall out of it. I don't, and I know a lot of people are rooting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But Chris, is there any reason for me to think that this is still a team? I I don't think they're going to win the division. They they are not aligned, or they are not close to what the Eagles are right now. And I guess technically speaking, they're two games back. I don't think they're going to make that up. Put it this way. No, they're not going to make that but, up. But, no, but but like Sal and I were talking yesterday, you didn't want to see, if you're the Eagles, the Cowboys within a game of you when you play them on Christmas Eve in a couple of weeks. They won't be. And, and they won't be now, absolutely. And there's But there's nothing to fear there about the Cowboys. There is not a single aspect of the Cowboys right now, other than Micah Parsons, that scares the daylights out of me. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? I uh, think it's fair. I will say this. This is a this is a very good defense in terms of being able to take the football away. Number one defense in takeaways in the National Football League, Carlin. So that matters. Like, that is a, 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 a trait that this Cowboys defense has. They're also very good on third downs. They're very good in the red zone. Top ten in both of those categories. So when you talk about things that scare you, maybe from a personnel standpoint, they don't have the guys that the Eagles are bringing to the party, but collectively what they're able to do, especially on the defensive side of the ball, is what's going to keep them in every game. And Dak Prescott, say what you want about the guy, he's a top 10 player at the position. So if I got a defense that's going to keep me in games and I got a top 10 quarterback, I got a pretty damn good chance when we start talking about playing in games that that are along the lines of playoff intensity. So I, I, I like where the Dallas Cowboys are at, not as much as the Philadelphia Eagles, but them having to go the wild card route is what separates the two teams in terms of their prospects of winning a championship this year. Last week we were sitting here and saying that if the Cowboys had to go to Tampa, you wouldn't trust it. I think that's out the window. I still don't trust it. You still don't trust still don't it. Trust it. Wow. I still don't trust that. Doesn't that speak more about that? Like, I can't even say that. Here's the thing, Carlin. Tampa might not make the playoffs. Tampa might not. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But that's how bad the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. And you still don't have the faith. Still don't trust. Can you trust? Look at what Dak Prescott did. I know. He threw an interception with five minutes and 45 seconds to go, standing in his own end zone. But as the guy's getting, as as his arm's getting hit, which definitely played a role. Carlin, Carlin, parking awareness matters. You can't make that mistake. 
and his arm didn't get hit on the first interception he threw to Tremont Smith. No, it did not. Did he think Tremont <laughs> Smith was on a damn team? No, it did not. No. So, I mean, we, we can't – listen, your quarterback has got to find ways to protect the football, and overall your team can't turn the ball over, especially against the Houston Texans. Why are you letting the Texans hang around? You know why they are, Carlin? Because that's also a trait for this Dallas Cowboys team. Playing down they to the level. They let teams hang around that they shouldn't. The Indianapolis Colts, that was a two-point game earlier in the fourth quarter two weeks ago. They shouldn't have been that close. The Green Bay Packers game, we know what happened with them. The Detroit Lions game, Carlin, the final score was 24-6. to six. It was, that, that was a one-possession game yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yep. Like There are all of these different instances of the Dallas Cowboys playing down to the level of competition, and at some point that's going to come back to bite you. Now, they do have those games like what we saw against the Minnesota Vikings where you're like, man, this might be the best team in football. But, Carlin, there's no consistency in what they do. You know why I trust the Philadelphia Eagles? Because they're the same team every single week. It's amazing that this is the case for the Cowboys, but it is. And look at what the analytics now say. This is from ESPN to analytics. Uh, Before yesterday's games and after yesterday's games. Last week, uh, the Cowboys had a chance of 49% to go to the Super Bowl. And the Eagles had a 31% chance out of the NFC. This week, Eagles 41, Cowboys 38. So the Eagles went up 10%, Cowboys went down 11%. And I know it's analytics, and I know we get caught up in that sometimes. Frankly, the the Eagles yesterday just earned respect through a take-care-of-business kind of win. And the that Cowboys was more than a take-care-of-business kind of win. It was a beatdown. Let, let's go ahead and put you away. You're a cute little story. We're going to tuck you off Chris, the they didn't. Chris, they didn't even celebrate when they were scoring. That was the one, and that was the most telling one. When Jalen Hurts ran that QB sneak in in the red zone for a touchdown, he didn't celebrate at all. He he found an Eagles fan and handed the football to him and walked off the damn field like it was practice. Yeah. Like it was a training camp practice. That's exactly That's what it was like. It. Yeah. No celebration, no nothing. Why? No respect. No well, respect we, we, for who the other team was. to play like this. And yeah. I think that's the difference between the two teams. The Eagles routinely meet the expectations that they come into games with, and the Dallas Cowboys, not so much. Speaking of those Buccaneers, no. are we are we really sure they're going to win the division? As you can tell, one of us isn't. What about the other one? We'll get into that next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So I'm constantly fascinated. I'm not in any of the fantasy football leagues that have a punishment for the team that finishes in last place. But I love to come up with ideas for what the loser of the fantasy league should have to do. And for me this year, the loser of the fantasy league, of your fantasy league, should have to watch every minute of NFC South football from this past year. <laughs> every single oh minute. Can you imagine that just for a second? You have to go back and watch every game of every team. Yeah. That's how bad it is. That's awful. And That's awful football. I'll Carl. tell you what, that's worse than sitting in a Waffle House for 24 hours for trying to eat waffles. At least I'm getting, I don't get Waffle House. Well, well, just think about the quarterback play that you're forced to watch. Marcus Mariota, who's now giving away to Desmond Ritter, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, Andy Dalton, and our friend Jameis, trick-or-treat Winston. Sprinkled in with some Taysom Hill. That, 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 that is atrocious. <laughs> that is awful. That's what you should have to do this year. You should have to sit there and at the very least relive every last minute of the 49ers and Bucks yesterday. Oh, my God. Because that was, that was painful to watch in so many ways. Chris, honestly, does somebody... Have to? Can we relegate the loser of the NFC South? Does somebody actually have to win the division and make the playoffs? I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because I hate the idea that one of those teams could, all, you know, all of a sudden get hot at the right time. I hate the idea that you're worried about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when it comes to the Cowboys not being able to handle them in a road playoff game right now when the Bucks can't get out of their own way in the NFC South to try to win this division. Everybody's under 500, and I don't think the Bucs are winning the division. The Panthers, who fired their coach, are going to win the NFC South. Well, Carl, that's the crazy thing about it, right? I laughed at Steve Wilkes when they beat the Tampa Bay Bucks in Week 7 when he said, you know, we still got a chance at this thing. And, Carl, you look up now, you say, yeah, they do have a chance. No lies thing. told. No <laughs> lies told. I mean, you're, you're talking about them being, what, a half a game out? Because they had the head-to-head tiebreaker with the Tampa Bay Bucks, They beat them again. They're hanging on to it. I mean, that Carlin, that's the thing. I, I look at that division, and I say to myself, Todd Bowles, you're the head coach that inherited a team that has back-to-back double-digit win seasons, has won a playoff game in each of the past postseasons, and over that span won a Super Bowl. You inherited that team, and through the first 14 weeks of the season have a losing record? How is that even possible? How is it possible? You can't explain it. You don't understand it. But you know this, Carlin? The other thing that's hard to understand or explain is how a team on their third-string quarterback had the damn backup quarterback playing in yesterday's game. Think about it. We're on our third-string quarterback, and the game was so one-sided that we're going to take him out. Yeah. Because he's got so much NFL experience. He's played in a game and a half. (laughs) And we're going to put Josh Johnson in. Oh, God. Of San Diego fame in college football. We're going to put him in 
because it just didn't make sense to have Brock Purdy taking snaps in the fourth quarter. That's how bad the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. And Carlin, I got to believe. <laughs> We've got to protect Brock Purdy. I got to believe, <laughs> Carlin, that yeah. if the Bucks end up in a situation where they have an early exit in the playoffs, or God forbid they don't make the playoffs, Tom Brady's gone. He's gone. There's no way that he's going to sign up to play another season under Todd Bowles with the team playing as poorly as it is this year. No chance. No chance. Why would he stay? And by the way, you know, the seat needs to warm up a bit for Todd Bowles. This, and he's got a five-year contract. This is, this is a year deal. He is not a good head coach. That's just all there is to it. You can't tell me that this roster that we all expected them to compete for a Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. And I understand uh, what their offensive line issues were, but, you know, Ali Marpet was gone already. Yeah. You know, so we knew about some of the issues uh, that they were going to have in trying to replace them. Alex Kappa was gone already. Yes. Yeah. He had already signed with the, with the Bengals. He was gone. So I, I look at this, and I'm sorry. This is a massive disappointment of a season. And where do I point the finger? I I don't really point it a lot at what's going on with the players. The head coach, just for whatever reason, doesn't have them responding to him. And, and Chris, let's just quickly looking at their schedule. Quickly, Bengals loss at the Cardinals, mm. Panthers at home. Mm. At Falcons, that's that's the schedule mm. for the Bucks. I mean, that could be two and two, and you tell me where the Panthers are not going three and one. Two and two, Carlin, you're being gracious. That could be one and three. It could be. That I, could be I'm one just trying to be that, fair. That can be one and three. But, Chris, the Panthers have the Steelers at home with God knows who at quarterback this week. Yep. Uh, Lions at home. All right, Tough probably going to lose that game. At the Bucks, at the Saints. Panthers can't go three and one and win the division with that defense. They absolutely can. Yeah, with that defense, they absolutely can. I mean, I can't even rule out the Falcons at this point, even though I think it's unlikely because their schedule's not brutal either. They go to the Saints, they go to the Ravens, and the Cardinals and Bucks at home. Well, the Falcons are already pulling the plug on their season. They're going to their rookie quarterback. I know, and I still can't rule them out. That's how bad the division is. Yeah, man, that that's saying something, and that's a sad state of affairs if you're the Bucks. That is not the season that Tom Brady signed up for. That's not the season that he jeopardized his marriage for. And, and Carlin, I mean, one of the biggest underachievers in 2022. And so, yeah, I think this absolutely opens the door for Tom Brady to leave Tampa this coming offseason. I, I haven't heard this. I got to hear from Tom here on – the beatdown that they took yesterday. Every time you take the field, you have the opportunity to get your ass kicked or to kick ass. And obviously we're on the wrong end of it today. We just have not played consistently well very often. We haven't played it for four quarters. We played it a little bit uh, at times, uh, not today at all. We just have not played consistently well for, for a game. You notice how Tom curses a lot more these days? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> In wins and losses. Yes. It's a team of extremes, though, Carlin, and that's what we've seen from the Bucks all year long. Like, there are these huge swings in terms of how they'll play. Like, we got to remember, they beat the hell out of the Dallas Cowboys in week one. I mean, absolutely smoked them. People say, well, Dak Prescott got, Dak Prescott didn't get hurt 
to the last drive no. that the Dallas Cowboys So it was the last play. That, that's my point. Yeah. That's my, I mean, absolutely smoke the Dallas Cowboys, and that's a double-digit win team, Carlin. And then you'll have games where the Tampa Bay Bucks will get their doors blown off like we just saw yesterday. That's embarrassing. I, 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 don't, I don't know where they go from here. I don't. And this is a team that's in first place in their own division. And I don't know where they go from here. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. In just moments, he presents it to you because it's fact. And he will deliver it off of what he saw yesterday. It is Canty. It is the top five. And I have seen a little bit of the list. And trust me, you're going to want to catch this. It's up next. Football season, though, more than heating up. It is scorching hot. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets, from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which teams were great? What player was not? Does he hang on? Intercepted. He couldn't hang on. This is the NFL Top 5, Bottom 5. I yeah. thought it's the Top 5. Yeah, it's the Top 5. Bottom 5 is a little bit later on, and trust me, I had plenty to choose from. Yeah. We will get to that in just a bit, but uh, listen... All you're interested in is the good stuff, right? So let's go. Here's Carlin with the top five. Or here's Canty with the top five. How about that? Maybe I can hit the right one. Here's Canty with the top five. By the way. There we go. There we go. By the way, earlier when I was hitting the button thinking, why aren't we getting the sound here? Something's wrong. Yeah, might help if I knew or if I remembered it wasn't a touch screen. Yeah, I don't understand why you always fat hand things. You're literally trying to Because I have fat hands. (laughs) I have giant fingers well in this situation all you had to use is the mouse and not your giant fingers use the little clicker jimmy dean made these hands (laughs) (laughs) well you know who doesn't have jimmy dean hands roquan smith number five five on my list not only did he lead the ravens in tackles yesterday not only did he have a red zone pick that led to points before the half for the ravens but most importantly since the ravens were playing with their backup quarterback Roquan Smith decided that he felt like the Steelers should play with their backup quarterback. (laughs) 
So he goes ahead and knocks Kenny Pickett out in the first quarter of that game. Trubisky is forced to step in, and, well, as you know, Trubisky is going to Trubisky. He finishes the game with three turnovers, and Baltimore stays atop the AFC North. So Roquan Smith, have a day, my man. Validate the Ravens spending a second-round pick at you on the trade deadline to bring you over. Number four. T-Law, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, baby. Mm. Trevor Lawrence had a career day, 30 of 42, 368 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. Carlin, he also ran one in for a touchdown. Check this out. Last five games for T-Law, thrown 10 touchdown passes, no interceptions, Carlin. The only quarterback during that span to have double-digit passing touchdowns and no picks. Right now, the Jags are two games behind the Titans for the AFC South lead, and it's not crazy to talk about the Jags making a playoff push. And I'll tell you what, if they, if they do, that one yesterday helped them really, really yeah. a whole lot. How about the Titans? They're really, man. <sighs> Drop three in a row. Yeah. There's a reason why they fired their GM. There's a reason why before the season started, you thought they weren't making the playoffs Ye- and they were going into rebuild. Yeah, but let's not focus on the negative because this is the top five. It's my top five. And we all know how much sunshine I like to bring to the top five. So let's keep it pushing. Number three. Let's go to the Motor City. Jared Goff playing at home. Damn near a lock. (laughs) Another (laughs) ho-hum, 330-yard passing day for Jared Goff. Three TDs, no picks. And the Lions had an upset win over the Vikings. The win keeps Minnesota from clinching the division and puts Detroit in the mix for a wild card. Carlin, Jared Goff at home this season, 20 touchdowns to only three interceptions. 277 yards passing per game as opposed to 257 in road games. And Carlin, he's got a QBR at home that would rank him in the top five of quarterbacks this season. That's how good Jared Goff has been at home. The Lions, 4-4 four and four at home, something to be said for that. Only problem is, next four games, three of them are on the road. Good luck, Detroit. Number two. The Eagles defensive line led by Brandon Graham. Mm. The Eagles defense yesterday, 12 quarterback hits. Seven sacks and a forced fumble that led to a point-blank scoring opportunity for the Eagles. Their offense cashed in on a touchdown, and that was en route to a 48-22 blowout over the Giants, Carlin. There was no miracle on the Meadowlands for the New York Giants to be had, and the Eagles didn't need one to get the win because they had Brandon Graham, yes, the longest-tenured Philadelphia Eagle, have three sacks in yesterday's game. The Eagles' defensive line had a 72% pass rush win rate, they pressured the Giants on 16 of their 43 dropbacks and only blitzed, Carlin, check this out, only blitzed seven times. <laughs> that is insane. Philadelphia Eagles defense had a day. Their front seven had a party at the quarterback. Number one. There can only be one. No, 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 no. There can only be one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we all know who it is. It's Brock Purdy. It was pretty, 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 pretty good yesterday. <laughs> 16 to 21, 185, three total touchdowns, no turnovers. Carlin, after the first possession for the 49ers in the second half, the scoreboard read 35 nothing San Francisco. 35 to nothing. Tom Brady bought 100 tickets because the game was being played 20 minutes away from his hometown in San Mateo, California. Let me tell you something, Carlin. They probably left in the third quarter. <laughs> his family and friends didn't stick around to see him off after the game and meet him at the buses. No, no, no. There was none of that. Tom, they I got to go hit 280. Yeah, the traffic's yeah, yeah, bad. We're, we're going to go ahead and beat traffic because it's, it's that bad. Carlin, check this out. Yesterday, Brock Purdy, highest QBR in the NFL in week 14. Wow. Highest QBR. And that's his first NFL start. 
We talked about how good he was situationally, Carlin. On third downs, he was 5 of 5 for 48 yards and a touchdown against the Blitz yesterday. And we know the Bucks like the Blitz. He was 5 of 8, 56 yards and a touchdown. The kid has a poise beyond his years, man. And that's why I think for those people that were pulling the plug on the 49ers when Garoppolo got hurt, you might want to think again about this team. You might want to think again. Fair enough. That's my top five. Any glaring omissions? No, no. The only thing, and I thought, and it would be an individual play, not an overall performance because he had three picks, but the play that Patrick Mahomes made to Jarek McKinnon, uh, the underhand toss. Yeah. But, I, again, you don't I do thought, the individual plays so much. I thought about throwing that in there. That got consideration. Well, yeah. I threw Roquan Smith in there because he you knocked did. out Kenny Pickett. You did. Justin Jefferson also had a career day, 11 catches for 223 yards. Also, Evan Ingram, our friend from the Giants, formerly with the Giants, now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Carlin, Evan Ingram, 11 catches, 162 yards. Wow. 162 yards in, what was it, two touchdowns? Whew. Have a day, Evan Ingram. I'll tell you what, if they had a Hall of Fame for drops, he'd be there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. That's, see, he, didn't that's, drop, he didn't drop much yesterday. No, he didn't. That's the bitterness <laughs> of, of New York. The only, thing I, the only other thing I would say is that I'm glad you had Trevor Lawrence in there because he is starting to look the part more and more. Dan Orlovsky said this morning on Get Up, he thinks he will contend for an MVP next year. I mean, that's, it might be a bit of a stretch. But it's, if you think about it, it might not be. Might not be. The way he's playing right now, if he continues to get some positive momentum into next year, could be. Can't he? There's, there's a lot of guys in the line he's got to jump, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. There's an awful lot of guys in the line he's got to jump. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. I'm glad you mentioned Brandon Graham, too, who, by the way, is such an underrated player and is one of the best guys you will ever know. Really a tremendous individual. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Well, it finally happened. Something happened yesterday that hasn't happened in a really, really long time. It has finally happened. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati. Dan Horde on the call. Joe Burrow and the Bengals have finally done it. Joe Burrow hadn't beaten the Browns. <laughs> yes, we can. It finally happened. We did it. Yeah. Yes! We did it. Yeah. They take care of business against the Browns. The, the Bengals look like another team, again, peaking at the right time. And Burrow right now, I, I get the folks who were starting to really build the case for him as an MVP. Mm. Uh, I'm not there yet because I'm looking at Jalen Hurts and I'm seeing consistent performance throughout the course of the entire season. Uh, Burrow didn't get a lot of help early in the year. but Well, Burrow didn't practice in all of training camp. No, I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. But okay. like those games actually do count. Not just because he wasn't there during training camp. Not saying that they don't count. But yeah. here's what I will say in defense of Joey B. Not that he needs me to defend him. Joey B is one of, what is it, three quarterbacks, Carl? No, four quarterbacks that have accounted for over 30 touchdowns for their team. Over 30 touchdowns. Yep. He's one of those dudes. Mm -hmm. And he might be the scariest quarterback in the conference right now. Joe Burrow might be the boogeyman of the AFC. Even Pat Mahomes don't want to see him. 
in three tries, he ain't been able to get a win. Here's what's interesting. When I think about teams that, quote, nobody wants to play, I think about a scary aspect of them. Now, they have scary aspects of it when it comes to Jamar Chase and mm-hmm. Burrow. But, Chris, I I don't look at them and think they're a team that I would be scared of playing, that I would be concerned about playing. I look at the 49ers right now. They're a team I'm concerned about playing sure. with the level that their defense is playing at. I got you. I don't look the same way at the Bengals, even though the Bengals are playing very, very well. I. I think they're a beatable team, even though they're sitting there and having won, what, five in a row at this point? Yeah, I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals, Carlin, have won, what is this, seven of their last eight games? We're going to be not, fair? Not, we, 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 scary? But we knock other teams when they haven't really beaten a whole lot. They, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs in there. And they beat the Tennessee Titans when the Titans were But how were is healthier. that looking right now? Well, the Titans were healthier when they played them. Mm, okay. But I'm looking at the rest of the list, and I can't get too excited about everything, uh, especially when they did get beat up by Cleveland earlier in the year with Jacoby Brissett. And I'm not – look, listen, I fully expect the Bengals to go win the division. Okay. Do they have a chance to go on a run? Of course they do. They did last year. Mm-hmm. Their defense was middle of the pack last year. It's middle of the pack this year, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But are you scared to death by the Bengals? I will say this, Carlin, the way that they're playing, there's no team that they can't beat. And I don't see a whole lot of teams that are just going to roll up on them and beat them. I mean, think about it, Carl. Think about who their losses are, too. I mean, the Cleveland Browns is a bad loss, but they lost to a division rival with the Baltimore Ravens, and they lost the first two weeks to the Steelers and the Cowboys. And as we've mentioned, it's extended preseason for Cincy because Joe Burrow didn't practice the entirety of the preseason. Yes, so, I mean, I, I don't – again, if I'm looking at the full body of work and putting it in its proper context, yeah, man, I don't know that the Cincinnati Bengals lose another game in the regular season. They're on the road against Tampa, on the road against New England. They're not going to lose either one of those games. And week, we got Buffalo at home week in week 17. 17 on Monday night against the Buffalo Bills will be interesting. But, again, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. If they can beat Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they can beat anybody. They, they got a home game to finish up the regular season against the Baltimore Ravens. Who knows whether or not Lamar Jackson's going to be healthy. I could make a case that the Cincinnati Bengals are still in it for the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, I'm not there. I, I'm not there with it. Um, they're only a game behind. So if they finish 13-4, and four, you're not there? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the number one seed. Yeah, if they finish 13-4, and four, which means they would have beaten the Buffalo Bills, they've already beaten the Kansas City Chiefs, why can't they be the number one seed? I don't think they're going to finish the season winning all the last four. Okay. And I I also don't think – I, I know think Kansas, You don't think Kansas City loses again? Not either. again. That's the <laughs> thing. That's what's hanging me up here. Yeah. And I, I don't think the losing three times to Kansas City – or rather Kansas City losing to Cincinnati three times in the last year plus – is something that is creeping into the head of the Chiefs. No, not the last year plus, in the last year. Last year, yeah, right. Last Week year. 17 on from last yeah. year. Yes, I don't think, considering how close those games have been and how this last one went down, I don't think that's a thing. Well, you say it's not a thing, but uh, I think... I mean, Travis the- Kelsey fumbled. I'm, You know... Travis, when, when does that happen? Travis Kelsey fumbled, but this is a team that struggles in the second half against that Bengals defense and their defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo, 
has figured something out that mm-hmm. other defensive coordinators haven't been able to figure out against Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes' offenses. So I, I'll say that that's a problem for Kansas City, but, I mean, that's that's one of those things. This is a team that's not afraid to play and win in close games. They, right. they find a way to be able to do it. Today, right now, your AFC pick to go to the Super Bowl is the Bengals? Man, I have a hard time betting against my homeboy. Exactly. And I have a hard time betting against I, them. And I know you don't have a hard time betting against the Bills, but I still think the, I think the Bills are better. Okay. Even the, the Von Miller thing is the thing that's going to bug me, but they were awfully physical yesterday against the Jets. They were awfully physical. They're awfully physical on defense. Yeah. Their offense didn't do anything noteworthy. No, no, but I also think the Jets' defense is better than they get credit for. Uh, I think that plays a role, too. They are a fascinating case study.